This is Bloomberg Business of Sports. We're in a situation that we haven't dealt with in modern times. The pandemic here has really accelerated the investments that we've been advocating for for years. From a macro standpoint, I think our sport industry is really forced to look at the business a little bit differently. In-depth conversations with the leaders in the sports industry. Esports is a good aberration. We're still moving forward. We're part of something much bigger than sport right now. The health and safety of our stakeholders is what's most important. Every moment, I think we're all from a business perspective thinking about the impact that the virus is having across the country. Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. Hi, everyone. I'm Jason Kelly. And I'm Mike Lynch. And I'm Michael Barr. And this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. And today we're excited to have with us John Levy. He is the founder, chairman, CEO of The Score. He joins us from Canada talking all about the media and gaming business. John, really nice to have you on the show. So much going on uh, in your world. First of all, how are you? Uh, well, well, notwithstanding everything that's going on, touch wood, yeah. everything's good on the health front. The family's good on the health front, and business is just going nuts, as you guys can uh, can well imagine. Yeah, so tell me about that. I mean, obviously, this year, and we've talked a little bit about this before, uh, this you know, this trailing 12 months, as they say, now you know, 14 months, has just changed our behavior in so many different ways. Walk us through what it's meant for you. Oh my gosh! So I, you know, I just can't even, you know, imagine. Like, you, first of all, you can't, you never could have anticipated any of this. You know, we've been in this business for a long time. You know, we had the TV network in Canada that morphed into the digital business. We've got this amazing app that's like the second or first most popular app in North America with all these, you know, engaged users who ultimately love to bet on sports, right? So we've been planning this for a long time, and then you know, last year we were getting it. We launched. We're in a couple of states, we're ready for March Madness, and then, boom, everything fell apart, right? So it's been nuts. And, and you know, we were fortunate because we were um, funded well and we were able to keep all our staff on, so we kept building, you know, our unique approach, the integrated approach to integrating betting into the media, which is really different than everybody else and how they're going after the market. And, you know, we just kept praying that sports was going to come back, and they did. And they came back with a vengeance, both on the media side and on the betting side, right? So we were firing on all cylinders in this very, you know, sort of tentative environment, right? It was just scary and exciting all at the same time. I don't know how to explain it any other way. And that's probably how most people feel about how they've lived in the last year. So, you know, we've obviously pulled through it. Uh, you know, we just launched and uh, did our uh, listing in the U.S. on NASDAQ, did a great raise sort of starting to show ourselves a little bit now in the U.S., right? And we've got Canada on the horizon, right, with us about to have our passport moment up here. So all things good, all things exciting. How did you guys do with the uh, NCAA tournament, uh, both the men and the women's tournament? I I'm, I'm bet it well, was what great. I like to, what I like to say is we did a lot better than last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't really – talk about the specifics of it but it was phenomenal i mean the first weekend i mean again and again everything was out of whack you know the tournament started on friday not thursday right and and you know everything was out of whack but that's the sort of tent pole event that we really shine in both from the media standpoint and from the betting standpoint because it attracts so many new users and you know you've got your court bettors who just are jonesing for it and they wait for it and you know they're also betting all week long on basketball and hockey and, and when football was going but that compact sports event really drives you know the 
the betters. But it also brings in a whole bunch of new betters and casual people. And we get to take advantage of that, you know, in the media side. And I don't mean take advantage of it, but I'm saying the, the engagement goes through the roof just on our media app for, for March Madness. So it, it's really one of these amazing events. And, and, you know, you're pushing the limits of your operations, too, right? I mean, because you're, you're, you're seeing activity and engagement that, that you don't see on a Tuesday night or on a Wednesday night or even on a Sunday, because you know, during NFL season. So, you know, you, you prep a lot. And, and from our content side, too, you're, you've got all this amazing data and and it's all these storylines happening and flying all over the place. So we came through beautifully. I'm so proud of our guys. And every week, every year, it's a new experience for us as we're growing and growing. So it was a, it was a terrific tournament. Hey, John, it's Mike Lynch uh, down in Boston. Hey, I- so will there always be room for the score in a fan duel and a DraftKings, you know, sort of like Coke, Pepsi, Dr. Pepper? Will there always be room for, <laughs> for competitive, uh, you know, organizations for legal betting? Well, we'd like to think there's always going to be room for us. I can't speak for the other guys, but <laughs> I, I, listen, it's a, you know what the TAM is. You know what? We're just scratching the surface here, right? I mean, I'm not, I'm not you know, circumventing your question because I think I know what you're getting at. Because there is going to be consolidation, and there's going to be winners and losers. Everybody knows that, Mike. But, you know, I, I think you also have to think about it in the context of how early days this really is, right? I mean... You know, you think about the states that are out there. I mean, you know, New York just sort of trying to figure out what what's going on there as of yeah as of yesterday and last night and this morning, right? I mean, huge states still coming on board. Miami, I mean, uh, Florida, Texas, you know, California out in the wings. You know, all of Canada. You know, uh, you know, we, we're sitting right here in Ontario, and that's the equivalent. You know, not many people talk about it, but the equivalent of the fifth largest state in the U.S. And and for us, for the score, this is our home turf, right? I mean. You know, we're, we're chasing the other guys down there. We're, we're, we're marking our mark in the U.S. We're getting more and more states. You know, we got 30, 30 plus percent of the population covered in the U.S. now with our access agreement, you know, with the access agreements that we have. Canada, you know, is, is hopefully just about to open up sometime in the next number of months. You never can sort of tell with government exactly when it's going to be, but huge momentum and and, you know, and we're really well positioned up here. So we're excited about our positioning. And, and the other thing, Mike, is, you know, we're just not like the other guys. You know, we're a media company that's integrating betting into what we do for, for a living. And we think that really aligns better with how the consumers think about sports betting. You know, sports betting is always just a part of why people are passionate about sports. You know, Michael, Mr. Barr up there, you know, you've been a sports fan for years and you probably love to bet on sports, but it's just one of the reasons that you love sports, right? And and that's how we've always approached it at the score. So our longevity in this space has a lo- has a history and has a long sort of what's the opposite of a tail? If you have a long tail, I don't know what the what's the future of a long <laughs> right. tail. I, right. Uh, a spiked head or something? I don't know. What <laughs> but 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 you know, we're we're always looking down the road and not only are we just scratching the surface in the betting side, but in the whole sports digital media landscape is as you guys well know is just upside down yeah right well let's talk about that john you gave us a a perfect opening right before we uh, we came on uh, to record with you lynchy was talking about how the the 1 p.m Sox game today is not on nesson but it is on youtube so we're consuming this in, in so many different ways we have the nfl obviously doing the big amazon deal for for thursday nights how does that change the overall business? How does it change your business? 
Well, first of all, how freaking exciting is that? I mean, like, <laughs> just just think about these companies that, you know, are all about engagement generally, and now they're starting to drip into the sports side, right, and coming in with all their expertise from a digital perspective. It's, it's enormously exciting, and it's not surprising. I mean, look, over the last number of years, people's consumption habits, and not just in sports, in everything, is radically changing. And, you know, I mean, good to be smart or lucky or lucky to be smart or whatever the expression is. But, you know, we kind of recognized that when we were in the TV business in Canada. We saw our audience gravitating towards digital technology, you know, and that, and that's why we, our first app was on that flip phone, the Razor, right? I mean, um, years and years ago. So you start to see That's a throwback, John Levy, the, the <laughs> Razor. I remember clipping one of those onto my belt. I'm you ashamed to say? I, I, listen, I don't get many people admitting that they know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> but bottom line is that that you know that's when we that's when we start, and then all of a sudden BlackBerry shows up out of Canada, right, right. with a real sophisticated device, and we had technicians. That, so we incubated all this stuff, and you know we just sort of followed the audience, and you could see you know people were consuming sports differently. I mean, listen, you know I used to sit in front of the set all night, you know, on Saturday night watching hockey, Sunday. I, my, my kids, even my kids who are growing now and they're with me in the business, they don't consume sports the same way. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to really date myself now. My grandkids, how do you like me admitting that? My grandkids <laughs> who are like seven, six, five, they don't consume content, sports, the, the, the same way we did. So, and, and you're seeing it, right? You're seeing the major broadcast networks. Audiences dropping, engagement dropping, and where are they going? They're going to digital landscape, and it's and it you know it's not just about streaming what people used to watch on the big screen in their living room on mobile devices. It's about really concentrating on how people are engaging with the content and doing it differently. And that's that's kind of what we've all been about. And in, in terms of and that's why our app is, is so popular. And and we're taking the same approach with sports betting. I mean, traditional sports betting is you know, is what it is, and it's a huge market. You know, twenty, thirty billion dollars. Some people are estimating in the in in the U.S. by twenty twenty five in terms of the revenue. But you know, it's 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 got to be done differently, and it's got to be done in a way that's user friendly. Um, and that's I think that's one of the big differentiators that that you know we make it easy, right? I mean, you're on our app, box. You're on a box score. You want to you want to bet, for example, in the states where we can. Not in Pennsylvania yet, but in New Jersey, <laughs> I, you know, Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, soon more and more. We just announced Illinois. You know, you're in the box score or you're in the chat room or you're consuming some of the content and you get this inkling that you want to make a bet. Boom. Build the, you know, you build the bet slip inside the app or we have a bet section or, or you know, or in-game, right? You, you guys know you're betters. In-game is now 30 40% of all wagering is in-game. And I'm talking about real in-game. I'm not talking about who's going to catch the next catch, which right. everybody talks about. Right. I'm talking about, you know, two plays in, a touchdown is scored, and all of a sudden the odds change. Oh, my God, I want to double up or I want to get out or I want to add more, right? And, and you can't do that, you know in the legacy world and it's got to be fast and it's got to be digital and it's got to happen wherever you are. So but you listen, listen to me, I can keep talking about this forever, but it's, I, I think the landscape is changing and there's going to be huge opportunities. You mentioned about your kids and your grandkids not <laughs> having that excitement in sports. And my 16 year old is the same way. And I'm trying to, I, I'm screaming my head off during a baseball game. And he's like, oh my goodness. But you know what he is into, and you guys are into this esports. 
And you guys are a huge player in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, I don't want to discount your kid or my grandkids or, or I, I don't want to keep talking about my grandkids. Oh, gonna buy, <laughs> buy, buy, you know, talk about my stock as run by a guy with grandkids. But, but um, you know, there is the passion for sports. I wasn't saying it's not there. It is there. It's just different, right? But right. you're 100% right with esports. I mean, wow. Like, where did that come from? And, you know, all the big guys sort of looking at it saying, what is this? Is it sport? Is it not sport? They're trying to fit it in. And, and you know, they're trying to, to, to fit a round peg into a square hole or, or vice versa. And we just looked at it and said, man, look at the passion that's out there. Look, I mean, Twitch, you know, getting you know, bought for $940 you know, million years ago, right? Big business, advertisers flocking to it. You global acceptance, and you know we took the same approach. I mean, we actually had an app called the Score Esports at first, and it grew. And then we saw, you know what? That's not what people want. It isn't the same as the sports landscape. So, you know, we we sort of pivoted off of that and and started to go back into creating. Actually, we call them, you know, it's, it's video. It was a video content. We call them franchises. And all of a sudden, we're starting to scratch an itch that that nobody else was really paying attention to it's and it makes sense it's kind of like all the background stories it's all the interesting stuff that surrounds the events that are taking place the tournaments you know these are individuals they're kids the teams have got a load of money you know funneling into them now and sponsors willing to to back it so wink wink nudge nudge some people are even betting on this stuff. <laughs> no. <laughs> we, we don't take that action yet um, because we want to let it develop a little bit. We want to, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's got to be approved by the regulators. In some states it is, some, states, some places it is, some places it isn't. But in Europe and overseas, it's, it's huge betting going on on this. And um, so at the right time, that's something else that will sort of be folded in. But we're going to fold it in our way, right, from an engagement standpoint, not just because we're jumping into it, like, because we think there's something there. You want to sort of cultivate it first, and that's kind of what we're doing. John, you've got 4 million users a month. Uh, are you able to uh, extract what the average wage uh, is on uh, from that, for those, that, that pool? You know, it's really interesting because, again, being in that unique position and that uh, amazing position where we have all these engaged users and we know like 50% of them at least love to bet on sports. And, you know, and that number is actually that's the monthly, the month, that number of four to five million is average monthly users. When you look at things, how many touch it on an annualized basis, it's like two, three, four times that. So it's, it's, it's huge. And they keep recycling too, right? As sports come on and, you know, you, with, with, you know, you lose some, you put your pick pick some more up. So that number is actually a lot larger than what it even seems on the surface. But, um, you know, from our perspective, we don't specify um, sort of, uh, you know, exact numbers in terms of what our betters are. But what I can, I can tell you this, that, um, you know, in the, and this is really early days, as I said before, in, in our first four states that we're launching in, um, you know, when we run our numbers and we look at projecting out what this is going to be and what's our market share and, and, and you know, how successful this, is, this whole thing is going to be, um, you know, we estimate, you know, um, what type of betters we're going to get and how long they're going to live with us. And in the early days, uh, what we're seeing is, is very, very, not just encouraging, but much stronger than we anticipate. We're, we're attracting better betters than than we than we anticipated, and because of the nature of the ecosystem being the score with betting infused in it, they're sticking around longer with us. 
too. So the lifetime value of these things is higher than what we anticipate of, of, of our users, of the better. Right. Um, and, and, and the key stat that we really love is, um, you know, and I think I, said, I mentioned this before publicly, 50% of all of our score bet users are also in the media app. So um, that, you know, at this point, and that's going to change from, you know, month to month and, and quarter to quarter in terms of exactly how it rolls out. And it's going to be different state to state. But what that does is it proves to us that we don't care how we're, how where the betters are coming from, whether it's from, our, our user base or whether it's from the fact that people, you know, just know our brand or because we're out acquiring users in the marketplace, not like the other guys, not spending with a CAC like the other guys, but just doing it in a sort of more sensible, and I say responsible way. Um, it's building really beautifully and the ecosystem is working because once we get them in, you know, we're hoping to achieve the same thing that Skybet did in the UK where the average number of betting apps, for example, that a user on Sky in the UK had was significantly less than people that weren't on that service. So what that says to us is people who, you know, typically, Michael, I don't know how many betting apps you have or how many you use, but typically it's three to four. And our whole mantra is that when you become a score bet user, that number is significantly less and you're going to predominantly play with us. So um, that, that's all part of the working model as well. Probably you hit the nail on the head. I have about about four betting apps. And right. Yeah, See? that was that's pretty go. good. There you go. Know your customer. Know your customer. You probably don't have the right one yet, and I'm going to work on that when I have to drive you. <laughs> poor, poor Mrs. Barris would be like, uh, Michael, there's someone at the door. And John, he's, how you doing, And buddy? he said the car is running, so I don't, I don't know. Is there something you want to tell me? Uh, John Levy, it's been a real pleasure catching up with you. Uh, best of luck in a very busy time. Stay safe, stay healthy. Uh, we really appreciate the time as always same with you guys it was a pleasure thank you john this is the bloomberg business of sports podcast i'm michael barr along with mike lynch and jason kelly we're here each and every monday wednesday and thursday exploring the world of money and sports we'll catch you again next time you're listening to bloomberg business of sports on bloomberg radio around the world and online wherever you get your podcasts